Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Pat Mayo here. This is a replay of my weekly guest spot on Nando, Corey, and Friends on the Better Sports Network, presented by Mayo Media. That's why I have access to be able to use this. If you haven't heard of Better Sports Network, uh, it's an app that you can download on your iPhone or Android. It's in the App Store right now. I put the link down in the description. I believe you need to be 17 years or older in order to get on it, but... You can figure out how to get on it. Either way, Better Sports Network, if you just want to search that in the App Store as well. Uh, they're live every single weekday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can video in, you can call in, you can text in. That's all completely free. The entire app is just gambling talk and fantasy talk all day long, all on this app uh, in real time. It's like live radio, but there's video for it as well, and it's all confined to this one app. So Nando, Corey, and I go through some futures, be it lacrosse futures, football futures, win total futures, NBA futures, everything like that. Nando has come up with like a round robin pool. So we wanted to make some content that was good for a while because I know people over Christmas time and the holidays aren't producing much content at all. That this is one you can kind of bookmark and you know, if you got nothing to do or you want to kill some time or get away from someone, you have some content to put on. All right, smash the like while you're here, sub to the channel and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. It's Coronado and Friends, presented by the man on your screen, Pat Mayo, Mayo Media. Pat, what's happening, man? How are you? They ran a commercial while I was waiting with the video of everyone, basically on the network, asking what they wanted for Christmas. And after watching it, I don't want anything because it's very clear that I do video and most people on here do radio. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I was going to say, I mean, we have to have a conversation about uh, about the program after us, the playbook, the follically challenged playbook. No, come on, man. You don't have to go uh, What Adam Ronis and Justin Fisterman, the follically challenged playbook. And what's the I'm conversation you would like dogging to dogging on Ronis until he come on the show and talk trash back to me? So I'm gonna take a shot at Adam Ronis every day. You uh you two are brothers and cowboys, so I don't know what the what the problem is. I, I have a rivalry with Adam Ronis. That's what you do with your rival. All right, fine. All right. You go yeah, back okay. and forth like your Pat, you got a rival with rivalry with Scott Angle, right? No, I mean, rivalry would assume that like people are on equal playing field. It's like, for those like eighty for those eighty years, did the Yankees really have a rivalry with Boston? No, they just beat them every time. All right, yeah, well, there you go. Set them up for another one. 
right, we're, uh, so we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go into the future here. Uh, what, what I did was I set up, uh, I think, nine different categories of uh, multiple choice um, futures that I found interesting. Um, we're gonna give you twenty bucks. The game is you have twenty bucks, and basically you have twenty dollars. You could put them on one of the presented futures. That's it. You can't split it ten and ten. You can't do five and fifteen. You could pick one. Um, it doesn't have to be the one you love the most. It could be the odds you love the most. It could be anything. Uh, but they are there. They put them into a hat, basically shook them up, and they fell all over the place. So uh, there's some National Cross League stuff in here. There's uh, some Academy Awards stuff in here. It should be fun. Pat Mayo, Corey Parson, uh, and then we'll go to uh, General Futures stuff in general. So I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, me too. Hey, me too. Pat, you ready? Yeah. All right. It's Here coming to America a Christmas movie. Mm. No. no. Wait, oh, coming to America. Or trading places. Trading no, places. To America. Coming to America. It was the winter time when the movie took place. Yeah, but winter used to be like a lot longer, I felt like back in the 80s. Like it would start in the middle of November and go till early March. Like yeah. I haven't seen snow yet this year. I hear it's very cold in America. Sucks to be you. But in Canada, where it's nice and warm, and we haven't got snow yet. Wait, there's not even a Christmas tree in coming to America. When they had they're at a the St. Party. John's game. We remember not no when they had the engagement party, right? Yeah. Help Gilligan get off the island. Help <laughs> Daniel get out the lion's <laughs> den. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they had the engagement party, I feel like there was a Christmas tree in the house. Maybe you're right. <laughs> Doesn't make it a now, Christmas what, movie. Nando, remember how we talked about when that media critic Corey and I said yeah. I can't be a play-by-play guy because my mind just goes anywhere at any moment. Yes, we're getting ready to talk futures, and all of a sudden, coming to America is a Christmas movie. That's why I can't be down there with Booger McFarlane. You know what I'm saying? Because I, my, we be talking, the game be going on, and I be talking about coming to America. I mean, that's probably more coherent than anything Booger's ever said. <laughs> that's a good Booger. point. I'm sure there was some reason for that. got them offensive line fingers. <laughs> Here's the first group of futures. Let's do it. All right, number one, 49ers to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. All odds here are uh, DraftKings odds. 49ers to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. The Bucks to win the NFC South at minus 400. Or the Yankees to win the World Series at plus 700. You got 20 bucks, Pat. Where are you putting it? Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to bet 20 to win five on the Buccaneers at minus 400 because I don't think the other two are happening. Oh, so that's, uh, those are the gold standard uh, of, of teams, of franchises. The three of us, I believe, had growing up, the 49ers and Yankees. Uh, 49ers are more your guys' time, not so mine. I'm young, remember. Fine. Yeah. Corey, right. uh, 49ers win the Super Bowl at plus six. You, know who, Roger, you know who Roger Craig is, Pat? I don't. No, okay. <laughs> Tom Rathman, ring a bell. <laughs> uh, the, the 49ers i remember being good had steve young as their quarterback all right uh, it's different yeah, different fair. 49ers that's, that's towards the end of it all right so i'm gonna take my i'm curious to ask pat a question but i'm gonna take my 20 dollars and i'm gonna take the home run shot with the new york yankees to win the championship because now they got carlos Rodon, and maybe that's the missing piece now pat what don't you like about the 49ers I think that the Eagles are better. I think that they're similarly constructed to the Cowboys. And I think you're probably betting the 49ers at the peak of their value at the moment. That's not, not to say that they can't win the Super Bowl. Most obviously they can based just on their defense alone. But I think we're going to get a good test for them, right? I mean, 
the rest of the way when they actually play like a decent defense or two to see if the offensive line can hold up, if Brock Purdy can hold up around a lot of pressure. But realistically, I mean, what's the AFC favorite over the NFC right now? Just any AFC team, like just you do those blind futures. It's probably like AFC minus three, AFC minus three and a half. I just really think an AFC team is going to win. I can see that. I just, uh, do you believe in the Brock Purdy magic at least, Pat? Are you in on this Brock Purdyness? I mean, I think he's fine. I think he's perfectly capable of running this offense. I don't think he's going to like, he's going to not limit them in the same way that Jimmy G couldn't limit them. But what happened when they needed plays, I mean, two times in the past four years, last year in the NFC championship game, they needed Jimmy G to step up and make a play. He couldn't in the Super Bowl. They needed Jimmy G to step up and make a play. He couldn't kind of feel like Brock Purdy is going to be the same way. He'll manage you there. He'll make a play or two. But how much faith do you have in Brock Purdy down seven with a minute four left and no timeouts to go win an NFC championship or to win a playoff game? Got to feel like that's pretty low. I think he's Tom Brady. I think he's the next Tom Brady. Why is everyone the next Tom Brady who comes in and plays? Okay? No, this is the first time I've ever games? called anyone the next Tom Brady. This, this guy, I think, is the next Tom Brady. Joe Burrow is the next Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady came in, like, with no fanfare – Kind of boring. So, you know, he didn't really have those big years until Randy Moss showed up. You oh, know I, mean? like I got they, it. He was a winner, JT, though. JT Daniels is the next That's Tom Brady. Brady yeah. Once he transfers to his seventh college. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, next set. Here are the next set of odds. Oh, crap. I forgot to write. All right. Cowboys to win the NFC. I forgot to write the plus to that. Let's just call it plus 400. I saw it's that. got to be. Uh, Cameron Smith to win the Masters at plus 1,200 or Michigan as national football champions at plus 290. Cowboys to win the NFC. Let me just, I'll, I'll look that up as you. I, I believe it's plus up. 450. Nice. Hey, not a bad guess. All right, plus 450, we'll call it. Cameron Smith to win the I, Masters at plus 1,200. Uh, Pat, one of the Masters April, right? Yeah, the Masters are, let me think, this year because I'm going on Is? vacation April. I'm going on vacation April 12th. All right. So the mat and that's a Wednesday. So the 11th, the 10th, the Masters ends on April 9th. <laughs> All right. So you know, right. I'm not too far. Augusta's like an hour and a half from here. I thought you, you should go. New York. I don't live in New York no more, Pat. Oh. Now, people from here actually go to Augusta to, to to work in the in the tournament. I mean, if you can score me tickets, I'll pay you handsomely. Pat, just see what's up. And Augusta's a cool city. Really? Oh yeah, Augusta's lit. I didn't really? think Augusta. Uh, I just assumed it was just the golf course. No, no, Augusta. Augusta's a real uh, man. Augusta's like a. a I don't want to say it, not a resort, obviously, but Augusta's a cool place to go chill. When you regionally, you know what I'm saying. If you live down here, then like you go to Augusta, you have a good weekend. You might like you'll take your lady to a show in Augusta. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's what, not what like make, what makes Augusta like more fun just to randomly go to for a weekend than like Savannah. Well, Savannah is, is more resort. You got water and stuff like that. But you'll have more shows like in Augusta. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you like the Chitlin Circuit, you know what I'm saying? Shows like that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> we'll, it, we'll come to Augusta. So it's, it's like re Bronson, regional fun. It's like Bronson, Missouri. I guess you can say that, yeah. What are the bars? For, for the black bars? people. Oh, this lit. You know, you have a good time in Augusta, for real. I'm telling y'all, they did not make a mistake putting the masses in Augusta. Why don't you hear that? You never hear like Cameron Smith was out until 2 a.m. at the bars after, you know, the, the oh, Masters ended. Trust me, they, they what? 
they have a good time when they go out there for uh, the Masters. You never hear that, man. Like, uh, you know, like, I guess Austin. Never all Remote broadcast from the Masters. Let's all right, go. let's do it. Let's all right, yeah, up. we can do that. <laughs> I'll right, y'all in Augusta. What are you putting your 20 bucks on? Michigan to win this year's national championship, Cameron Smith to win the Masters, or the Cowboys to win the NFC? I don't even think we have to ask, Corey. Uh, but sure, Actually not going, it's not gonna be the Cowboys. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, I was gonna say, for me, it is the Cowboys, a plus 450. I think those are the best odds you're gonna get. The 12 to 1 is too low on Cameron Smith. Dude's playing, he's gonna have six competitive rounds before he tees off at the Masters because he left the PGA Tour to go play on Live. I don't think Michigan's gonna win the, the national championship. Like, Cameron Smith can win the Masters, but I'd want him at like at least double those odds, which just aren't going to exist. I think 450 is not bad for the Cowboys, actually. Pat, I think 450 is a good number for Dallas. I worry about the quarterback. Now, as far as Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, Michigan opened up at plus 350. So that number is being bet. So some sharp money is attacking Michigan to win the whole thing this year. Pat, what's the, what is the live thing really good? Is that, is that going to be a factor limiting the players in rounds played? I hadn't thought about that. Like not enough tournaments because the PGA is like, you can't play in our stuff, man. Like oh, you're, you're live, you're live, right? And then you can just come play the Masters? Yeah, the ma- I, you can basically play all, in all of the majors, it sounds like. We were waiting to hear what the Masters had said about the eligibility of the live guys. So anyone who's qualified under the Masters regulations is still going to be in regardless of what tour you play on. So obviously, Cameron Smith just won the Open Championship, so he's exempt for the Masters for the next three years. Like Bryson has a U.S. Open, so he's exempt. Brooks Kepka has majors. Phil is, is a, I mean, Phil and Sergio have both won the Masters, so they can play in any Masters all time that they ever want to go play. So they're not going to limit those guys right now. And it sounds like all the other three majors are going to do the same thing, but live guys are not allowed to play on the PGA Tour. Oh, well, that sucks. Well, I mean, well, maybe not. I don't know. I guess tour. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's, it's on them. Um, all right, let's go. But if somebody uh, big enough was to go over that joint, you know what I'm saying? The the, the PGA Tour is nobody's pretty. It's not been a big enough star yet to put the PGA Tour's feet to the fire. Is that the case, Pat? Isn't it everyone I, but Tiger Woods has gone over basically? Yeah, I mean, no, because like I mean, I, let me ask you, Corey, because you don't really care about golf. Who would be yeah. the name that would move the needle for you? You'd take notice. Besides Tiger Woods, is there anyone that you could name that would be like, oh, that's a big deal? Uh, I am not the real big golfing guy. No, no, but, but like, but like, say, guy. say, like, VJ Singh went to live. VJ and- Singh is 62 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Montana is a quarterback of the 49ers. So, what? what's the what's the what's the tall dude name that may he might have won the Masters last year? Oh, Dustin Johnson, yeah, Dustin Johnson. He was the first he guy who went. went. Yeah, he, he was, yeah, he's, a, he's like first the first guy to go to live. live. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there you go. All right, so I'm sorry. <laughs> They've got a whole bunch of names. It sounds like they're going to be airing on, I don't know. They're going to pay, basically, I think they're going to pay FS1 for airtime this year so they can actually be on in the United States. They're running everything through YouTube right now. Everyone's making like $200 million who's gone over to play. But, like, they're just more a thorn in the PGA side. They're diluting the PGA product more than their, and maybe this is year two, maybe their product is a lot better this year but i don't know it's like a scramble it's only 54 holes guys are all playing at the same time like they don't start on hole one and go through hole 18 you might you might start on hole 13 and end on hole 12 like it's just it's really bizarre have you guys checked out the netflix series where you can watch like you watch you don't watch the episodes and or you can watch the episodes in any order you want and you'll come to a different conclusion a different storyline than if you watch the you know, what I'm, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. There, there was a Black Mirror episode like that. The Choose Your Own Watch, Adventure. 
No. Yeah, on on Netflix, like you could just pick like what you wanted to do. It was like a choose. Yeah, it was a choose your own. But that's not the one he's talking about. Is that a different one, or is that the one you're talking about? I'm gonna use the full series to where you can watch it straight through, or if you watch it like front to back, or you can start in the middle and 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 switch it up. But you'll come you'll come to different conclusions as you watch the, the series. Nobody's in on this. And Javon said Roy McElroy, uh, Pat. Yeah, R- Rory's Rory's probably the big name. Rory Rom, Rory Rom. That's probably it. Like those are the okay. two that matter. Justin Thomas and Spieth, I suppose, too. Not VJ Singh. <laughs> Not VJ <laughs> and VJ and his son just won the PNC Challenge. They beat Tiger and his thirteen-year-old son. VJ's son's like thirty-five. <laughs> <Yeah>, seems unfair. <laughs> All right, next group of futures. Uh, wait, you guys picked right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Packers under seven. Packers under seven point five wins at minus one twenty. You got twenty bucks. You're gonna put this on. Packers under seven point five wins, seven and a half wins for minus one twenty. The Titans to not make the playoffs what is a plus one twenty five, or the Astros to repeat as World Series champions at plus six hundred. Pat Packers Eagle first. Packers under seven and a half. Packers under seven and a half. Yeah, it's not happening. I mean, it might. They're plus six fifty to make the playoffs. Like there is a real path for them to make it, but they, they would have to get to what they're they six wins right now. They have to win two more. They play the Vikings, Lions, and Dolphins to end their year. Nah, they'll lose two of those. Corey, what do you think? I think this is very interesting. I'm gonna go with the Houston Astros because I've seen them do it before too many times at my expense. Plus six hundred I mean you got twenty bucks plus six hundred. That's a nice payday out of the three. You just gotta wait a while, right? I don't want to tie my don't want to tie my twenty bucks up for eight months. <laughs> Tell you what, man, I don't think the Titans are going to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, but a lot of that happen. has to do with the Jags too, right? No, the Jags are hot, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope I'm hoping for. It. I hope the Jags make the playoffs. I'd rather see them in in the Titans, but and the Titans just do this. The, the moment you count, the moment you believe in the Titans, they're trash. The moment you give up on them, they're good. Yep, and they're very they're, they're tricky like that. Um, mind you, this is the team that was best team in the AFC uh, this time last year. One game leading this division right now with a game left to go against the opponent that's right behind them. It's, it's hard to get behind the Titans right now, but I would bet that it would be – I wouldn't fade them, though, because I think they are the team that's most likely to win this division. That game versus – that game at Jacksonville is the last game of the season. That game could get flexed to be the last game of the season. That could be Sunday night football to end the season. If the division's on the line, Titans not make the playoffs. That, that should be like plus four hundred to me. Plus one twenty five kind of suggests Jacksonville like, already beat them this year. Yeah, Jacksonville's there's a lot of momentum, man. There's an end of season momentum with them. They're gelling. It's Doug Peterson, you know. And, and like all season, advanced stats have loved Jacksonville. So they've always been given a lot of credit by sports books. They've been given a lot of credit by like football outsiders or whatever, even in for like EPA per play offensively or even defensively, that they've just been better. They've been worse than their underlying metrics would suggest. So a lot of people, quote unquote, saw this flip coming, but that's always been factored into the sports books every single week that they're a lot better than maybe their performance has dictated. And maybe they built that up really early when they blew out the Chargers and things like that. And the Titans have been kind of the opposite way where they win in classic Titans ways where you watch and they're like, what? all they do is just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. How are they winning this game? But they do. <laughs> but the problem with the Titans, I mean, with the Jaguars to me is how do you explain that early season 
slump that was just, I mean, this was, look at the teams that Jacksonville has lost to this year. These teams are not, they lost to the Broncos. These teams, they had the Texans, the Colts. These are non-playoff teams that Jacksonville has had losses to where they have scored 17 points, six points, stuff like that. They scored six versus Houston. This is a playoff team? That was, I mean, that's that hadn't gelled. They got a new coach, they got a new offense, they got a young quarterback coming into his own, right? I mean, that's that's they, they lost what five in a row at one point, yeah. Eagles, yeah. Texans, Colts, Giants, Broncos, let's ride, yeah. And then they lost to the Chiefs, and then they lost to the Lions. But those like, are good Colts, losses, those are solid losses. The Colts beat the Chiefs this year, like the Colts should have beat Minnesota last week. That's true, the Colts, but the, didn't the Colts beat the Chiefs in the Frank Wright era? Yes. I mean, the, the only game that the only game that Jeff Saturday won was his first game. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, against the Raiders. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> against the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. What does that say? Uh, next group of three. Let's these are these, I don't think any of us had, know anything about these three. I thought it'd be fun to kind of throw them into a little group and see what happens. Uh, the NLL, the National Lacrosse League champion, will be the Philadelphia Wings at plus 900. The Daytona 500 winner this year will be – well, next year, I guess. This year, whenever you're watching this, will be Kyle Larson at plus 12. Or Arsenal to win EPL at plus 250. Uh, EPL's got two favorites up top, and then everyone else – like, I think it's Man U and, and Arsenal are up there, and then everyone else – like, the next one's, like, plus 3,000. Uh, Daytona 500 winner Kyle Larson or NL champion Philadelphia Wings. Pat, what do you think? I'll go with – Kyle Larson, 12 to 1 to win the Daytona 500. I feel like Daytona is one of those ones where like anyone can win. I think that's how that works on that track, where just like a crash can blow everything up. So, yeah, 12 to 1 seems fine for a shot at randomness. I can't pick the Philadelphia Wings because my hometown Halifax Thunderbirds are 8 to 1 to win the NLL championship. I'd rather just back them. That's fair. Do Baltimore, do Baltimore have a, a team in the lacrosse league? Because that's where most lacrosse is played. They have to. Baltimore. There's no. no they, have they play. To. They play like fruity lacrosse, like outdoor lacrosse. Oh really? So Baltimore, Baltimore, like a hotbed like Johns Hopkins and Maryland, like they don't have. You would think they would have the best lacrosse, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they play yeah. like they play like country club lacrosse. Oh, they don't get out there and grind it out. Yeah, they play like the outdoor stuff. Yeah, but like I mean, there's got to be like a field lacrosse. Like field lacrosse. This is box lacrosse. This is what we play in Canada. But there's got to be a healthy group of people in Baltimore who like lacrosse no matter what. And we'll go play, you know, pay oh. to, to see. Oh, no. No, no. Field lacrosse, like rich person sport. Box lacrosse, poor person sport. Right. Like highlight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair. Uh, it's like a, field, field lacrosse is, I mean, it's not as expensive to play as like polo, but it's like a country club sport. It's like golf. Yeah, it's like, with rich kids. Yeah, Corey. like you can play, like we used to play, there used to be a basketball court up by our house. That's where we would play lacrosse out of, like with hockey boards and hockey rinks outside in basketball courts. The ball wouldn't go anywhere, and you can rough people up if you want to. Nice. Jim Brown was a good look. was a great lacrosse player. Yeah. Was, I think he's like one of the best lacrosse players maybe ever. Turned out it was a bit more profitable for him to be one of the best football players. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or an actor in Mars Attacks. Or uh, I'm going to get you sucker. That's right. Corey, what's your bet? Great movie, by the way. Very underrated movie. I'm going to get you, sucker. Uh, Chris Rock's first uh, appearance on the big screen. Great stuff. He just wanted some ribs. 
That's it. He just want. Can you just pour some water in my hands <laughs> for a nickel? Uh, Corey, what's your pick here with the the Philadelphia Wings, Kyle Larson or Arsenal? I'm gonna go with Kyle Larson either because I don't know much about the Wings or Arson. All right, fair. Arsenal, excuse me. I don't know uh, about Arson either. In case you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I got all- the man is listening. I, don't know, I didn't burn down kick booty for the insurance. Money. <laughs> That's what happened when we was in Orangeburg freshman year. Orangeburg, the local liquor store burnt down, and the rumor was they burnt it down for the insurance money. You hear that a lot uh, when things burn down <laughs> in college towns because yeah. they would sell to freshmen. Kick booty would sell to freshmen. They wouldn't even ID you. You could buy. We used to go to kick booty and buy MD twenty twenty. What's no, MD twenty twenty? Is that like WD forty? This is very similar. <laughs> if you, I mean, like, I never had a like a hangover headache until I was older. You know, like 25, 26. Mad Dog, I think, if you drank that today, would put you out for like two days. If you drank a bottle yeah, like of that moonshine? right now, that's that, not moonshine, but it might as well be. My man Blaze, my man Blaze, one time. He he drank some Mad Dog twenty twenty one night, and like the next day. You know how you'd be like hungover, but you're coming down. He kept getting drunker. <laughs> like, it was like 11 o'clock the next day. He was like, I'm getting worse. We had to take him to the hospital. <laughs> His mom was real mad. It's I didn't send flavored. you down there to be drinking MD 2020. <laughs> sugary. It was sugary. Like it was just, but it, like you would get drunk fast. And you had like a single serving side. You know, like it was like in a bottle that you was just like, okay, this is my bottle of Mad Dog 2020. Think wino. It, think wino, uh, Pat. Okay. Paper <laughs> think bag. Wino. Yeah, think, yeah, think paper bag, unscrew, you know what I'm saying? Mad <laughs> yeah. Dog 2020. <laughs> all right. I got an all football one. I got all football futures. Let's do uh, it. I love Joe this Bur- one, by the way. Oh, thank you. Hey, thank you. Uh, Joe Burrow to be MVP at plus 650. Geno Smith for comeback player of the year at plus 100. Brian Dayball, coach of the year at plus 3,000. You've got 20 bucks. Pat, which one are you putting on? Brian Dable, 30 to 1. I like that. I like we we went over this on my show this week about Dan Campbell. Like he's down to plus 175 to win coach of the year. Like the Lions over under for wins, I think was either six and a half or seven and a half. Like they're not really much different than we thought they were going to be. It's just they sucked and now like they're good. So it all evened out for them. Like no one thought that like the Giants. Are hor- like are horrible, yet their coach is making them good. Like they Less should be a true win Good. I, I don't. It breaks my brain to figure out how that they currently have only five losses. They're probably going to make the playoffs. Like this is such an overachievement. Now Sirianni is probably going to win Coach of the Year, and he should over Dan Campbell in my mind at least. Maybe the hard knocks thing, you know, the underdog Lions. Maybe that story gets behind Dan Campbell and ends up working out great for him. He ends up winning because he's a uh, quote-unquote media darling. And there's a lot of people on the internet who have Dan Campbell, like 100-to-1 Coach of the Year futures. So you're going to hear a lot from them about why Dan Campbell should be winning the award. But right. Dable, I think, has done the best job in football by far none of any coach for the group of talent that he has. He seems like – like Dan Campbell seemed just like a crazy rager who's – like you know, the men rally around him. Dable actually, like, is a coach – like, you'd I just picture him, like, just studying – everything and like just mapping out a plan you I know think he know like how to run coaching. an organization yeah yeah i think yeah. he's learned i think he's learned well from watching the right people i think he does a great job i think listen i think he's no nonsense good business i like brian day but i think it was an excellent hire i don't know if he wins coach of the year this year probably not 
but I don't mind that or uh, taking that that shot right there. I would probably just play it safe and go with Geno Smith to win the comeback player of the year. I think he's the safest option. Christian McCaffrey obviously making a push right now. Golf. But I would think uh, – yeah, and Jared Goff. I forgot about Jared Goff. That's a good one right there. Jared Goff as well. But I think when we – when you you look at what Seattle did, like everybody figured, okay, they're starting Geno Smith, they're tanking. And now it's like they could make the playoffs. The problem I, is they're they're fading hard. They are. Yeah. It's I not like Geno Smith is having three yeah. – He's not having 300-yard games and they're losing. You know what I mean? He's having he's having. But good games. you don't games. think the job is done yet? I mean, this is I think it is. I think it's, we're like, talking about. There's no, I mean, there's no way that but you. But listen, last year this time, the the favorite for comeback player of the year was was uh was was Dak Prescott, and then Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase went on a three-week tear, and then that was done. You know what I'm saying? Mac Jones was going to be the, the offensive MVP rookie rookie uh the offensive rookie of the year. And Jamar Chase came and took that award out of nowhere. So that could happen again this year if somebody gets hot. But I think Geno holds on down the stretch. Geno's the same way about offensive rookie of the year. Like when you go back, like Garrett Wilson's a big favorite right now. Yeah, he's been. But if Zach Wilson starts the rest of the year, he's not going to win because he doesn't do anything when Zach Wilson starts because no one does. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Did you know that property crimes like burglaries and package thieves spike over the wintertime? That's why now is the best time to secure your home with award-winning home security. Simply Safe is the home security system I recommend to everyone. Make it your resolution to start the new year with greater peace of mind and safety for you and your family. I love it because it gives me real-time point of view on what's going on on each of my cameras. I want to see out my front door to make sure that everything is still there. It's easy. Just log in, boom, easy to go from my smartphone app crystal clear hd viewing as well if i need those feeds plus if there's ever a problem i can contact the 24 7 monitoring agent or the customer support staff simply safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by us news and world report and that was for a third year in a row so simply safe is where you want to be and professional monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day half the price of traditional home security systems Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash mayo. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash mayo. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Well, that's a, a funny segue you just gave us there, Pat. Because uh, the next set has an offensive rookie of the year one. Um here we go. Uh, this is a set of four, just because I did the math. I kind of fudged it. Uh, here are the four. You've got 20 bucks. Do you put it on Brock Purdy as the offensive rookie of the year at plus 1,200? Dan Campbell, coach of the year at plus 175. Jared Goff, comeback player of the year at plus 225. Or the Guardians to win the American League pennant at 18 to 1. Pat May, which one of these do you like the best? Put your 20 bucks on. Who the hell are the Guardians? That's Cleveland. A, that's a new, it, it, it used to be the Cleveland Indians. Oh, 
<laughs> okay. There we go. American League Central. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Red uniforms and blue. Do they fire Chief Wahoo as well then? They got rid of that before they even changed the name. They, they got rid of that. Okay. Joey Hats in the chat is saying Zach Taylor is going to win Coach of the Year. I do like that better than Sirianni. Like, what did Sirianni do? Sirianni got AJ Brown. Like, that's his that's his great coaching. Sirianni no. is probably Sirianni before his star quarterback got hurt is thirteen and one on a team that people were picking to win the NFC East solely because they didn't believe in Dallas. Like people thought the Eagles could make the playoffs, but they never thought the Eagles would be like the one seed running train on everyone. Like he's done a fantastic job with this team. So I would say this about Sirianni too. And then you think about his introductory press conference and Philadelphia Eagle fans thought he was going to be a disaster. And he has turned out to be a pretty good coach. You know what I'm saying? He was able to, he was smart enough to put Jalen Hurts in an offense that Hurts is comfortable in. Then they went out and got the pieces. They kept it rolling. I think Sirianni's the guy as far as that award goes. Now, as far as this award goes, so say those numbers, say those things again for me, Nando. For this, for this group of four right now? Yes, thank you, sir. Brock Purdy, Offensive Rookie of the Year, 12-1. to 1. Dan Campbell, Coach of the Year, plus 175. Jared Goff, Comeback Player of the Year, plus 225. Guardians win the AL Pennant at 18-1. to 1. I'll take the shot on Purdy. I, I, I kind of like that one, too. I, I would take my shot on Goff. I think Purdy's live, but I think that Ken Walker is the one that can actually he's come back to make this. Yep. Now that he's back, 6-1. to one. Yeah, especially if he pays a couple big runs and the, and the Seahawks end up getting that seventh seed in the NFC. And Ken Walker's – can Ken Walker lead the league in rushing right now? Is he is, – is, is his numbers yeah, no. that good? No, no he, didn't, he didn't play like the first five weeks. Okay, all right. But yeah, like he only has 700 rushing yards, but he has nine touchdowns. Like if he can get to 900 and like 12 touchdowns, I mean, what's Garrett Wilson going to end up with? Like I think Garrett Wilson is probably the best player of that bunch. But like when you take a look at his stats, like they're not great. He has, let's see, 67 catches for 966 yards and four touchdowns. That four touchdowns is a tough look. Yeah, when you go back and look at the players who have won offensive rookie of yeah because remember jamar chase jamar chase won it last year and he was record yeah he broke records you know what i'm saying um your boy gary wilson as much as we love him he's not going to break any records he might break some jet records <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what is that really worth breaking met records jamar chase had 13 touchdowns and 1500 yards last yeah, year yeah that's like, what did what did beckham have the year that he won he, like, he, had he, a ton, he, he? he was hurt too but he when he did play he went crazy he, that catch against Dallas was his rookie year. He may have had 14 to 15 touchdowns. He was the only giant that was scoring that year. Yeah, he had 12 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns. 1,300 yards in 12 games. That was something. It's a good uh, year. I still think Purdy, man, like, I go back to, like, I think Gene Clemens said this, like, right like, when we had him on, like, right when our show started, was like, this is a, this is storyline. This is narrative. I feel like Ken Walker's lost that narrative, lost that momentum. Brock Purdy is just kind of starting to show up at the right time and they're winning games and it's unlikely. And he's got that beautiful 49ers uniform on, you know, I just feel like people are going to look at that and be like, yeah, this guy's my offensive rookie of the year. Look what he did. Took them to the Super Bowl. Listen, I think the commander's alive this weekend. This is the best defense he's faced. The best defensive line he's faced, the best defense he's faced. The commanders got their back squarely against the wall after the loss on Monday night. They're going to have some attitude with them because they're going to feel like the reps 
took that game away from them. I I, I want if Pretty can listen. If Pretty has a good game this week, I think he's live. I I agree with you. I think if he has a good game this week, he most definitely is live. But if Seattle makes the playoff, like we're just thinking about this, how well everything's going for San Francisco at the moment, and how poorly everything's going for Seattle at the moment. Now, do I? think that the Seahawks are going to win as nine and a half point dogs to the Chiefs? No, I don't. But Ken Walker could rush for 150 yards in that game and keep it somewhat command. They can still lose. Like that's not out of the realm of possibility. We've seen everyone run over the Chiefs, but then the Seahawks go at home Jets, at home Rams, two very winnable games. They win those games. They're probably in, aren't they? I haven't done the math. Yeah. Or are you just kind of suggest like suggesting it loosely? Like, yeah, probably. Yeah, no, 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 no. Think about it. If you look at the 49 schedule, it's not, they haven't been that impressed. Wait a minute. They're tough. Wait a minute. The 49ers' best road victory was against the Panthers. The Seahawks. The Seahawks last Thursday night. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, okay, that one. Yeah, we believe the Panthers are better than the Seahawks here on Coronado. It's <laughs> presented by Mayo. Really listen, listen, this, this win streak they're on right now at Rams. Home versus Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Buccaneers. They had one, two, three. They had five straight home games. They supposed to win these games. <laughs> Not with a third string quarterback. Yeah, but w- the the thing is, like, what is the drop? Like, if anything, realistically. We talked about coach of the year. Kyle Shanahan should be the one who's doing it because it's not so much the talent of any of these guys. Like the most talented of the quarterbacks is probably Trey Lance and they were the shittiest with him. Fair. Like he has built a scheme that is I, sort of it's, like, it's amazing. I, I keep, I keep kind of harping on this, but Mac Jones is the perfect quarterback for this offense. I don't think we'll see him get traded. I said that I, I, he should have been drafted by them. Remember, they trade up to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as someone has pointed out to me and pushed back on that, and I actually agree with it, is that you take the home run swing with Trey Lance because if Trey Lance is good, imagine if you just had Justin Fields in this offense, how explosive it would be. A guy who can run and bomb the ball along with all the scheming that goes into this offense. Like, he, he just has, like, this offense right now is geared for a quarterback who kind of sucks but like has a decent enough floor that he's never going to kill you. That's what Purdy does. That's what CG CJ Beathard did. That's what Nick Mullins did on this team. Like they were all fine. When you looked at EPA per play, they actually did really well because the offense runs really well through them. If you put a real game changing talent quarterback in this offense, it'd probably be the best in the league. hundred percent. And like I said, I think that's why they went. I think, the, the, you know what I think the reason why they didn't draft Mac Jones, I think that photo of Mac Jones, that shirtless Mac Jones photo, I think that hurt his draft stock. Now, now listen, it, it I'm now, now listen, now you, you know what they say, Pat. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently I don't like black quarterbacks. So I, I heard. No, I heard. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah, so it's, I, yeah it comes up all the time. It's not so I got to I got to stop uh, talking nice about Mac Jones. <laughs> I, I think Mac Jones fits perfectly with, and the reason they don't draft him is because they have Jimmy G, who's Mac Jones but slightly older. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I mean, Jimmy's far more handsome too. Let's let's say like, if you saw Jimmy with his shirt off, you'd be like, <laughs> that's why he's Wait, we got off track. Stars. Corey, what but, was your pick here? <laughs> uh, my pick here was I went with Brock Purdy. All right, Brock Purdy. Oh yeah, me too. All right, Brock nice. Purdy. Brock like Tober. Uh, Guardians winning the AL seems like it should be more than eight. I mean, I like get they got the pitching and everything, but you got the Yankees and the Astros to go through at the very least. Okay, Seems like more. talk more about baseball. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's interesting stuff. All right, here's the next group. 
Uh, Dustin Johnson to win the Masters at plus 1,200. Brendan Fraser to win Best Actor for The Whale, which is minus 200. Georgia defeats Michigan in the title game. It has to be that exact scenario. Georgia defeats Michigan in the title game, which is plus 150. What are you going to put your 20 bucks on, Pat Mayo? Dustin Johnson to win the Masters 1,200. Brendan Fraser to to get the Best Actor Award for The Whale uh, at minus 200. Or Georgia defeating Michigan in the title game at plus 150. I will take Georgia to defeat Michigan in the title game at plus 150. Go ahead. All right, Corey, go ahead. I'm going to take Dustin Johnson. He won the matches before, right? Yeah, he won it three years ago. But he won it. So he's won it. I think he can win it again. And then 12 to 1 for somebody who's always won it, I think is a good number. But what is the whale about? I don't know what the whale is about. I just know Brendan Fraser is really fat in it. But. The big thing is, he is the whale? When, when you go to like the history of best actor and a lot of these things, the sentimental favorite, the one that everyone just really wants to win, that never wins, especially if it's in like a not great movie. The only time I can ever remember that happening was Denzel and Training Day because it was just a makeup for like four movies he should have won for at some point. And he beat poor Don Cheadle in Hotel Rwanda, which was a way better. I thought Don Cheadle in Hotel Rwanda was, was, was great. He was awesome. I think... I think Denzel's best character was was Coach was Coach Boone was Coach Boone and remember the Titans. Come on, man, <laughs> take that, Coach Boone. Um, <laughs> I, I like I like Coach Boone better than I like the Training Day character. Now, wait a minute, so just hit me. The last Best Actor winner was it was Will Smith, right? Yeah, for for to play, for playing us uh, the the the, the William sister father, and that's when he slapped Chris Rock, right? No one's ever gonna remember <laughs> that he won that award. He might get nominated again for um the latest movie, right? Yeah, man. a big fanfare about the latest movie. I guess you know he's on the he's on he's on Hollywood's uh uh naughty list. An obese yeah, and reclusive I mean, English Roman, teacher. R- Sorry, Roman Polanski won an Oscar in like two thousand three. Let's let's not. If he can win an Oscar, I think Will Smith can win one the year after he slaps someone. <laughs> you see what Adam said in the back? Yeah, you see what Adam said in the, the background? Back says, the bigger story I, here is Corey likes black actors. <laughs> I, I, I like Colin Farrell to win Best Actor this year. And I love Colin Farrell, so that really tracks. What's his movie? What? It's uh, like the, the uh, Banshee. The Yeah, Banshees of Inertia. In the, in, in the inner horn. I watched like the first 20 minutes of it this morning, and I was like, oh, I'm all in on this. That's right. strange timing. It's got, yeah, I was, you know, I was hanging out after the kids went to school and I just saw that it finally, came, like before it was like, I had to pay like $29.99. Now it's just free to watch. I was like, all right, I'll watch this. And like, it's from, it's Colin Farrell and Brennan Gleason who starred together in one of my favorite movies of all time with the same director that they're with here. So if in anyone Bruges? hasn't seen In Bruges, go watch In Bruges. Uh, is this the, wait, is this the movie like every Irish actor, every like Domino Gleason's in it? And like, like if you name an Irish actor, they're in it. Well, Domino Gleason is Brendan Gleason's son, isn't he? Right. Is he in it? Uh, I don't know. I just know uh-huh. that those two are in it. Right. Seems like it. All right. This is the the whale is about an obese and reclusive English teacher who tries to reconnect with his strange teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption. One of those people also that asks like questions. Like a nice is, heartfelt story. Yeah. Is the movie The Whale sad? And it's one of his most achingly sad, challenging works. I mean, what other achingly sad, challenging work have you ever seen Brendan Fraser in? What, fucking George of the Jungle? The Mummy? <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. Can we stream The the Whale? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess no, because it, it feels like they're doing a... Is it in theaters? I, I don't know. Like, it debuted at TIFF, like, last year, I think. 
It's at all the, the AMC Lincoln Square and the Regal E-Walk in New York. Oh, there's some fancy movie theaters. Yeah, I don't think. Let's see. The Whale Movie Stream. Yeah, you can watch. Yeah, it's in theaters near me, too, at the fancy one in my city as well. Uh, I'm not going to There's no, there's no fancy one here. I didn't know that the that the Whale was directed by Darren Aronofsky. Interesting. Does that change? Does that change? I mean, it's from, from, from the mind 200? of... For, from the mind of Requiem for a Dream, we have the whale. All right, we got to We got three more. We got to wrap this up in like 10, 15 minutes. I mean, Requiem you could just list them. We can pick one is, and not do any color on it. Requiem oh, yeah. for a Dream is top five, 30 for 30. Not Mountain Washmore, because I have it. I don't have a top four. I would put it at number five, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, I don't know. When was the last time you watched Requiem for a Dream? I well, you're talking it, the movie. Corey's talking 30 for 30. You're, two, you're at two different levels right now. Oh, oh, sorry. I was talking about. Oh, I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about something different. Yeah, <laughs> Corey's talking about the thirty for thirty on ESPN. Pat's talking about the very serious, I think, heroin movie, isn't it? No, no, I don't. Nothing. It's about all that. drugs. Yeah. All right. Sorry, my bad. Uh, next group. Right. Next group. Saints to win the NFC South at plus two thousand. The Mets to win the World Series at plus seven fifty. James Cameron to win Best Director at plus six hundred. Where are you gonna put your twenty bucks, Pat? The Saints to win the NFC South at plus two thousand. Their game out. The Mets to win the World Series at plus 750. They just got Carlos Correa overnight. Uh, James Cameron to win Best Director at plus 600. J- My boy, Jimmy Cameron, Canadian, 6-1. to one. Let's go. He's what not the favorite. No, what he shouldn't be because he's a giant asshole. Well, I mean, I mean, okay, not, I mean, you know, but technically he's not the favorite. I think uh, – I forget who it is. Someone's 150. I mean, the it's probably Steven Spielberg for the yeah Steven Spielberg for the whatever it is for the Fablemans yeah no Spielberg's yes. probably gonna win but I, if people see Avatar two as such an achievement in directing maybe he'll win like he's already won for Titanic they thought he was gonna win to Avatar for Avatar and then he lost to his ex wife so that was pretty oh cool. that's horrible <laughs> Corey where are you on this Mets Saints uh, or James I'm Cameron? definitely not going for the Mets so I'm going with the Saints um I, I take the Saints. Saints take a shot. Listen, if they put Jamison in the game, they can win out. I think as I said it before, I continue to beat the table. I think it was a major mistake taking that job away from Jameis Winston this year. That's a uh, twenty to one on twenty bucks. Pretty good. It's not I happening. Mean, the Saints are terrible. They're a game out. They're not though, because they're actually a game and a half behind. Like if it comes down to them in Tampa, they right. right? They lost tiebreaker. But still, it might not. I think I think we went over this yesterday. Tampa's got a very hard. If you consider some of the teams are playing good. Well, they're they playing the Trace McSorley this week. <laughs> but can they beat him, though? That's the problem. We need a hard like... schedule. They play, they play the Cardinals, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Those are three trash teams. They, they, they have they the, could... the reason why they're – I believe the reason why they're the shorter odds and why they have the shortest odds is because they have um those those three bad – now, listen, the problem is that Panther team is going to be live. Yeah. Panthers, the Panthers might beat them. That's true, and then they would have they would have that tiebreaker because they'd be two and zero against Tampa. It's just if Tampa can beat Arizona, it's almost game over for everyone else. All right, we'll see. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm rooting for anyone but Tampa in this. In this, uh, yeah, you've been doing that. Yeah, I know you've been all you've been on that all year. You don't want to see. You just want to see Tom Brady to go out like a chump, huh? No, man, I don't. I don't care about Tom. I I really don't care about Tom Brady. I just like you. Yeah, it's whatever. It's irrelevant to me. But uh, I just I don't know, man. Like Carolina would be such a good story, and I think they could disrupt the playoffs if they get in a little bit. Why do you think Carolina's good? They're terrible. I think uh, Steve Wilkes is an amazing coach. 
Uh, Sam Darnold could, you know, this could be a great redemption story coming to his own, you know, in the playoffs, throws for 300 yards in a game. DJ Against Moore the Cowboys, Ronald, let's not root for that. All right, well, we'll, we'll worry about that later. <laughs> All right, let's get this last group. Let's get this last let's group. Let's get to the group. You got 20 bucks. Do you put it on? The Padres to win the World Series are plus 1,000. They made a lot of noise early, and they got drowned out by all these other signings. South Dakota State to win the FCS title game against North Dakota. That's minus 170 for South Dakota State. Uh, who I think they're the Jackrabbits. Uh, I can't remember, actually. Or Rory McIlroy to win the Masters at plus 900. Pat, Pat Mayo, Mayo Media, what do you think? Is When do they get steroids guy back, the Padres? I think he's 24 more games. Which like that, maybe 20, 25 to 30. It was like Fernando Tatis Jr. Yes, yeah. I'll take the Padres in this one. Listen, Rory's had nine years to win the Masters and, and finish the Grand Slam. It just might not happen for the poor guy, especially as the betting favorite. Don't love that one a ton. Uh, I don't know anything about the Jackrabbits. And yes, Jack the Jackrabbit is their mascot at South you. Dakota State. They should probably win. But I actually, I mean, I don't know anything about baseball, but I know the Padres spent all this money. They're supposed to be good. They, they got all their best players on steroids. That usually helps. So. And one, one. Well, he's their best guy, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's it's like having look how good DeAndre Hopkins was when he came back. Give give the old man some steroids. He was All fine. of a sudden, he's great. <laughs> the, you know what? The Jackrabbits interesting, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the baseball one as well. I take that. I like those odds, and I think the Padres can uh, get over the hump. I threw him in there because it seems like with all the, the noise they're making and the trades they made and like the signings, you know, going back to last year, plus 1,000 seems kind of steep for the Padres to win the World Series. I know you got to get past the Dodgers, but that's uh, the hard part. But then, they, but yeah, that, then wasn't, like, that wasn't the very hard. Don't win last the World year. Series either. Yeah, the, I mean, the Dodgers have fumbled this ball many Every times. Every year the Dodgers win 175 games and lose in the first round. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I think that's the issue though, right? Like, because they're probably not going to win the division, their path just becomes exponentially harder. That's true, too. Yeah, because you got to go through more more steps. But still, someone's got to win the World Series. Why not the team that just made, like, crazy signings for a little while before they got, you know, all the attention was taken off them? Well, why not the Astros again? I mean, they seem like they win it every year. I don't know, man. People get old mm. on the Astros very quickly. I'm Bobble. I'm, I'm, I'm one of I'm people. I don't know what that means. I'm old on the Astros, (laughs) (laughs) but I got to be smart about it, Nando. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. Those were our, uh, those were our categories. So you, we had $20 to spend on each of those categories. Yeah. I think there were nine of them. So you got 180 bucks in your pocket. You got 20 bucks just to tip your driver. So save, save the 180 bucks. And what you can do is go to fantasygolfchampionships.com, pay $125 for a season-long entry in the race to the Mayo Cup. 50 grand for first, by the way. One and done. I love that. One, one pick per week. Can only use a golfer once all year. Takes less than 20 seconds to make your pick every week. You get text alerts for it. And there's 50 grand up top. Hey, What's Mayo, can you, can you, can a novice like me win it? Yes. How? I, I love How about it. that? How? Like if you if it's it's basically Survivor for golf. Like uh, yeah. How do you how do you what's the number one mistake people make when they jump into a one and done? Uh, well, if they know anything about golf, they'll try to outsmart themselves. Be like, well, I'm going to save Rory for this event in July, and I'm going to save Dustin Johnson for this one at the very end of August. Just use the good guys who are in fields. 
get your money early and then figure out the rest. There's always going to be golfers to pick later on in the year. But I remember like one of the first years I did it, I saved two guys for the last two majors and the majors were all the money is you really want to do well in the majors. And then by the time those majors came around, those guys were hurt. I had used everyone else. Well, how do you get, how do you get bounced? How do you get bounced from the one and done? What, what, you what is it? It's just you eventually you get so far behind you can't catch up. Oh, okay. Well, you get points for like top finish, gives you this many, second place gives you this many. You, you get you get you your team earns what the player earns in the tournament money wise. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if they win like two point seven million dollars, which I think is the players championship winner, your team gets two point seven million dollars. Most money wins. What do you do so with live? Like how does that oh sorry, go ahead, Corey, you go first. I didn't mean Pat, that's too the hard. way you describe it, it almost sounds like being a novice is an advantage. It can be uh-huh. because you don't – novices aren't going to make the mistakes the galaxy brain people are going to make. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like that idea. We don't, we don't like the galaxy brain here on the show. It's no. like when, when, I was, when I was regular working in the feds, and I know we would go to the pistol range, right? And yeah. they'd be like the, – the instructors would be like they'd rather teach people that don't know what they're doing because you don't have bad habits galaxy brain i can see that pat what's what's how's the live factor into this well the live guys will be eligible for the major so you could use them at the major so you can use like your so okay so now i'm starting to do the galaxy brain like i want to save one of my well, four <laughs> best live guys for you, one you would majors. have to save them because you actually can't use them for any other tournament yeah, right, good you, point, yeah. you just have to pick I and choose who's today. good at which one right yeah like, or just or i mean there is a part of a strategy like i think the best strategy to take And this is working out for me very well because I play in a bunch of them, like on the site, like the race for the Mayo Cup is $125. And that's for the year, by the way. It's not per week. So you pay in January. It goes till the end of August, like per week. It's like four bucks or something. People get a T-shirt or anything? No, you get a chance to win 50K. Yeah, I'd keep that t-shirt. Be a nice touch. By the way, they're super flat, but like I worked on the payout structure for them. So it's 50K for first. 35k for second 25 for third even 10th i think makes like five grand like it's like first prize is only 10 percent of the pot so it pays all the way down with like pretty good payouts into like the 690s 700s of four thousand people that's interesting a 12 team league with a let's go hundred dollar entry fee mm-hmm. you have twelve hundred dollars in the pot how much did the champion win well, I'm I'm just trying to see how we do it. We do we have 14 teams. Let's call it $100 an entry. 600 goes to the winner. 300 goes to the winner of the regular season, and 300 goes to second place. So there you go, Nando. That regular season money that we talked about last week came like into that. play. Nando's like against regular season money. Why? That that's the that's the hardest part. No, I think the winner, it's the winner for me. You know what I mean? Like it's no, that, that that's more random chance than anything else. Like being the best team over 14 weeks is much harder than being the best team over a two week stretch. <laughs> I would say if like, if you've finished with the most points, you get the number one seed and there's, there's your reward. You get the ball. No, I, I like, I like the, I like the wild card rule where like if, if you were the team that got screwed because other teams played great fantasy defense against you, then you can have the six seed. You can have the last spot in the playoffs and earn your way back. We do that too. We got points. You get the most points. Uh, you know, whatever. So you just your play points. Is. So like you play in a points league. Well, I mean, everyone does. How do you win? You win your because games. you win the game. Well, but like you're time, saying that. A lot of times. Let's say I record. let's say I scored the most points in my fantasy league, but I went zero and fourteen. I still win the regular season money. No, you, that well, team that yeah, me and Lawrence got in the GST, the team that me and Lord don't lose having the GST. That team, that team was like 
next next to that team was five and nine, but had the third most points. Has no so that team shouldn't be left out the playoffs, and now that team has no quarterback. You're right. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. It shouldn't be left out of the playoffs. It should get the last spot in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't right. think it should automatically get the regular season money because it scored the most points. Like win some win some games, have yeah. some pride. You know what, uh, Jake? Play for something. Jake plays leagues where the you know the, the six make it and the top three that make it in. Oh advance yeah, to the next right. round. Jake, when Jake, you said Jake, you thought of shaking his head. Exclusively <laughs> oh, takes the fun out of fantasy football. Jake didn't start a Jake didn't start a kicker. You know, we faced each other in the St. Jude CBS Draftathon League. Jake, because he's Jake. I mean, he started a kicker. He started a guy who was cut in August by the Saints. Um, we tied, and he lost the tiebreaker. So I advanced because, and I I gave him some crap, and he's like, yeah, but if I would have started kicker x i would have yeah. got negative points so it's stupid anyway whatever whatever i'm like all right man uh, you know however you want to twist this but you did not it's advance because gimmick. i like it yeah i get dude like hardcore like this isn't even like a publicized league anywhere you know what i mean it's not like i talk about it every week on the podcast this is this is just jake in his regular street clothes not starting a kicker out of spite or starting a dude who's been cut out of spite and, and listen, the, the, the whole – I was pro getting rid of kickers, but I think the more that I think about it, the less I like it. I, I think we should bring back kickers. The, do you think it's, it's starting to reverse, right? Because I agree with you. Like, I was big get rid of kickers, get rid of kickers, get rid of kickers. And now I'm like, you know what? Why? You can have – there is some intrigue to having a kicker in fantasy. Like Justin Tucker hitting the bomb on week 17. It's like, yeah! You know what I'm saying? I think – I, I I'm 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 with I'm with Pat here. I'm like now I'm team bring the kicker back. Here's the reason why. Take a look at what happened to baseball. Baseball used to be fun. Baseball featured things like guys going complete games, bunting, hit and runs. All that is out of baseball because the analytics told us that was not a great thing to do, which is true. They weren't the right things to do. Baseball is played more properly now than it's ever been. And what is it? Fucking boring. It's just tedious to watch. Pitching changes, the shift, guys only trying to hit home runs or strike out. Like, there's only so many outcomes that people play to at this point. It's made the game really boring. I fear the same thing is going to happen to fantasy football once we get rid of all the high-variance positions. Kicker, hard to project because it's super random. I mean, football tends to be a bit more random in the first place, but kicker is especially random. Team defenses, especially random there are ways where you can try to project it out but on a game-to-game basis like that the the variance and the bell curve of those two positions is oh is like across the board like jake will tell you that you shouldn't have tight ends in your league (laughs) like part of it is this is supposed to be fun at the same time like maybe if you want to play in the highest of high stakes leagues and you're putting up like 10 grand to enter a league then sure Play it by the the way that your numbers tell you by the most. But the fantasy leagues, especially the ones that I'm playing in with my friends, like I want it to be random. I want everyone to have a chance to win. I don't want to have to be able to go to runthesims.com, press optimize, be like, oh, here are my picks. That was a nice so, uh Imagine reference. you was the sixth seed and you just snuck into the playoffs, right? You won your game. I just in, did that. My in league 14 and your defense was the Raiders and that Chandler Jones interception touchdown yeah. put you to the next round like that that's fantasy football right there yeah there's there's an element of fun of fantasy football especially season long listen like i and i really i'm harping on this for season long because i really lost my passion for season long fantasy football i don't like it anymore but i think that introducing back in elements of fun is huge 
I like the idea of a head coach. Uh, you get some points for that too. Cause that adds, I mean, look, if you pick your head coach, <laughs> you get five points for a win. It's almost like it's got a little betting tinge to it. That adds another That's element true. to things. It does. It's, yeah, you don't get points for whatever a head coach does. It's smart. But like, if, you know, if I got Josh McDaniels, like and lose, I won that lose, game, a cha- lose a challenge minus three. No, just straight win. A win gives you five points. That's it. If you're so coach, what if you're like, so what if you had, just draft a team then? What if so you're it's just more coach, fun to have a goofy head coach. What if your fantasy coach is like Frank Wright and he gets fired in the middle of the season? Do you yeah, get like a drop? <laughs> I'm in a two head coach. Was a pick up a coach. <laughs> I'm in a super head coach flex league where uh, yeah, there aren't many on the wire. So you got <laughs> Jeff Saturday. You <laughs> pick up Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday never had a fab. I right. never have no win points. <laughs> uh, we got to go. Uh, we're going to run the board with the NBA next with Cole Huff, Pat. I don't think I met Cole Huff. He's the man. He's great. I, I do not know Cole Huff, but if you're vouching for him, that either means he's awesome or the worst. One of the two. There's no. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's like nine awesome to one worst. I got to. I agree. I, you know, that, well, that is the proper hey, hey, Pat, ratio. You got to ask, I mean, ask him, where does he rate compared to Salfino? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. Never. Uh, Pat Mayo, Mayo Media Network. Thanks a lot, man. This is uh, all hey, happy, treat. happy Canadian holidays, Pat. We call it Christmas too. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we'll see you next, Pat. What's the site again? What is it? National National uh, Fantasy Golf. Champion? No, just fantasygolfchampionships.com. Uh, it starts at the Sony Open. It's already twenty percent full, and people haven't even really clued in that it's open yet. So this is going to fill super fast. If people want to get into it, $125 to play five max entry. You could have up to five teams. Like I said, that lasts you the entire year. And there's bigger ones. There's like a thousand dollar one and done. There's a $25 one and done, depending on the level that you want to get in at. So this is the big one though. The 50 K for first one. All right. Yes. We'll do our best to help you fill it, sir. Bye Pat. Bye Mayo, everybody. Presenter of Corey Nando and friends here. on the Experience. Experience.